This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. Hey, yo, you are listening to K103 and this is the show about nothing. And today we are getting personal once again. In the studio, we have the usual bunch of people, which is Max, Fatima and myself, Marie. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. And we are also joined by a guest with the beautiful name Margarita. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we are so excited to have you here. Um, she's a dear friend, a known radio person here at K103. And more importantly for today, maybe she is also DJ Margarita. She's the techno queen behind the decks in Gothenburg. And you might <laughs> know her from your own show. Uh, it's called Rave FM and it is uh, usually airing here on Fridays. Um, check it out if you haven't done it yet and if you're into dirty techno then she is definitely the girl to kick you off into your weekends on Fridays. I'm actually yeah very very excited to uh, listen to you because honestly like this is bad research on my behalf <laughs> but it's going to be my first time and I've heard a lot you know um, like Marie has been talking very highly about the rave uh, nights <laughs> here at the studio mm. and sorry <laughs> and uh, it's uh, I mean I'm excited I'm, I really am yeah I'm uh, thank you <laughs> first of all for inviting me here I'm really excited to be here and uh, yeah I'm as you know as some of you may know already I, I have my show Rave FM yeah so that's something I do every well not every Friday actually once once a month but uh it airs every Friday, so people have... And she also mm. has guests there, so it's not only her own dirty techno she's bringing on you, so it's also other guests that are mixing up and giving some yeah, yeah ravey tunes uh, for the Friday night, so it's really um, recommended. Uh, and I'm excited. We're doing it live again today, so yeah. this is happening right now. Um, it's a it's a sunny day today in Gothenburg. Spring is upon us. The town is finally waking up. There's some lush green coming out of the trees, uh, at least, and um, the vaccination rates are going up. We are starting to see, uh, yeah, a little bit of freedom coming up on the horizon again. People are thinking of traveling in summer, maybe, and. Uh, Vaccinations are actually like a keyword I want to jump on because vaccinations have to do with science and molecules and research. And this is another field of expertise of our guest today. She isn't only DJ Margarita, she is also researcher Margarita. <laughs> and when she's not mixing uh, tracks as a DJ, and she is mixing uh, stuff in the lab. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and um, yeah, we would like to shine some lights on uh, both things in today's show. And you will also have the chance to listen to Magan perform live in a little bit. So stick around. It's going to get sweaty. <laughs> You're listening to the show about nothing with today's guest, DJ and researcher Margarita. Uh, and this is already what we're going to be talking about right now. The DJ life of Margarita, uh, female energy behind the mixing decks and... Um, yeah, here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So um, you, I can start start you off with the first question here. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, what is your DJ personality, if that actually makes any sense? Uh, and hmm. what's your favorite part of being a DJ? Oh, that's uh, that's very good questions, actually. Um, DJ personality. Well, I actually, I didn't know what my DJ personality was until I actually started, you know, going and doing DJing live. Mm. Um, but I'm very much this uh, happy, hyper sort of dancing because you know you see sometimes some DJs are super serious and it's like you know it's it's this is this is serious art. with like yeah. a, a bucket on the head or uh, <laughs> not really but like a serious face and yeah. like don't disturb me I'm doing art you know like yeah, don't yeah, come close yeah. to me or anything like this very sort of. Uh, almost serious type robotic yeah and um, I definitely feel with that because sometimes when you're really um, focused you get like this I get a, a resting bitch face you know mm, so yeah. I, I probably look the same but for for the most of the time I'm very much the happy dancing type and I, I, I mean it's not probably the best thing ever but I don't mind you know dragging people in behind the DJ decks or the booth and you know that doesn't like, bother your like flow no, or no anything. not at all I've had uh, beers like spilling on the mixer <gasps> while been playing uh, live oh, outside geez, I would and explode <laughs> and be like get away get out of here <laughs> you leave me alone the, uh, oh yeah 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 I, I kept playing like yeah. I was so worried the mixer would break but it <laughs> actually worked and it wasn't even mine so I felt really bad wow. so I think I'm I'm very much like uh, open and uh, easygoing like when I'm DJing just you know I'm there to have fun and um, but what was the second question again? Um, what's your favorite part about being a DJ? Oh, um, spilling beer on on your table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, spilling beer back on people. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, but uh, my favorite part about being a DJ, I guess it's. Um, uh, I mean, I guess it's for me. It's uh, of course seeing people being happy, and you know, seeing people dance to the music that you're playing. Mm. But it's also like sharing music with people that might have been like, whoa, you know, I never heard this before. What is this? You know, I'm so and like my favorite You're a provider of variety and yeah. a giver like. In, yeah. OK. So the I love provider. <laughs> provider. Well, because, yeah. I mean, uh, you I suppose if you if you have it, I mean, you also do several other things. You're not <laughs> only a, G- a DJ, but. If you have, um, if you're sort of niched in an area, then maybe you have a lot more knowledge than someone else, and you can, you know, mm. share it with everyone yeah. through your music. Yeah, exactly. And um, I think my most enjoyable part, which some DJs say that's a bit annoying when they have people coming up to them and asking them what music they're playing, because you know it's kind of like, oh, it's you know my stuff, you just enjoy. But I, I really, that's probably one of my favorite parts when I have people coming up to my right. DJ booth and being like what is this track? It's amazing. Like, you know, mm. that because that feels like I've done my job, you know, yeah. if people are hearing something for the first time and really want to, you know, ex- explore this. Mm. So that's, yeah. I have to admit that as a preparation for today, I've been listening to a radio program that's called In Your Head, where Magan was featured as a guest already two years ago. Um, it gave me a really good opportunity to maybe get some insights into uh, music facts that are connected to her life. Uh, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. It's also a show that used to air here at K103 and it can be still found in the archives on Mixcloud. Um, but she basically shared there that the moment that made her become interested in being a DJ um, more than just listening to music uh, was when she was... Uh, 
with her family in Estonia, if I recall it correctly, and she was listening to a song that came on the radio. It was um, Skrillex and Benny Benassi remix mm, uh, mm, Cinema. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that was when she if said, you had like... prepared me, we should have played a snippet from the uh, song now. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, go, go and listen to it yourselves um, <laughs> if you have your Spotify or something close. But she said that that was the moment when she thought, hmm... It, this is a person that is mixing different uh, things, you know, in, in a DJ booth. And like, that's interesting. I want to learn that. And this is why Magan, at least said in the interview, uh, joined yeah. the radio yeah. to yeah. become a totally. creator. Like of in music. this, this station, like, did you come to join the station to become a DJ or were you a DJ before? No, I wasn't. So okay. I came to, to K103 because I saw an ad on Facebook telling that you could learn to DJ here. So that's that was actually my starting point it was here at the radio all right so, yeah well how long has it been going on for now <sighs> good question i don't know I, i lose track of time but well that's a good sign though that, that means you yeah what you're enjoying and time yeah fa passes faster when you're enjoying yourself exactly exactly but i would maybe estimate something around like four years now wow yeah mm -hmm. so It's so, such a scary undertaking. Like I, I'd be like, cool to be a DJ, but I would never have the guts to do it. I think I was actually <laughs> really, really scared, and uh, recently tried. Actually, attended a workshop that Morgan was uh, giving, and then I was hanging out here a lot at the radio, and I have some friends that are DJing, so they, you know, taught me a little bit. So I, I did one transition. It was, you know, not really good, but it was really empowering. Like the feeling yeah. of, you know, I have done that. Like mm -hmm. I have done what I came to clubs. Once you were able to go to clubs, you know, back in the days. And uh, yeah, really, really cool feeling. I actually had um, another question because you are in the like area of techno music. Have you always been into techno or like where does this come from? Oof, um, no, I, I haven't always been into techno. I've uh, when I started out DJing, I was actually very interested in drum and bass. I don't know mm. if you guys recognize. Could you describe it? Uh, very fast music usually uh, around like 175 bpm so it's like doon, 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 yeah. doon, like yeah. sorry for the microphone here but <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very fast music and it's very like uh inspired by sort of sometimes like tribal sounds and nice. so on like jungle music i don't know if that rings a bell mm -hmm. or like this mm -hmm. yeah and it's uh very cool and i got into this actually from my dad because my dad was listening a lot to drum and bass All um, right. and then uh and then i started going out in Gothenburg again uh, going to nightclubs and going especially to underground clubs and i discovered that Gothenburg is actually a really great techno city like yeah. one of the best in the world wow i mean it's, that's it, high praise yes yeah. it is and it's really it's true i mean lots of people they don't you know see this or take it for granted how much techno we actually have here but it, it is one of the biggest cities within techno that's emerging you know right mm. now not always been but is emerging right now so and that's where I started you know I started to gather influences from all of the underground clubs I went to and you know starting to play it myself eventually <laughs> this is really really cool your dad is playing a uh a role on uh, today's outfit as well like she's having a, a necklace <laughs> around her neck which yep. is uh, looking like something you know chemistry related Molecular. it's, uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's uh, as i have been told by her uh, what was it serotonin yeah it's a serotonin right? molecule yeah it's, oh it's it is the happy molecule so, wow yeah. i got this and i got uh, another one i can't remember it which molecule that was but 
this uh, yeah it's a gift I got for my birthday uh, a it's couple a, of years it's back. a really beautiful gift I was actually looking at it earlier and I was like we're gonna talk molecular science <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll bring it uh, up because she, I really she is prepared really for nice. this show um, I actually wanted to touch a little bit upon the fact that you are a woman and you are the female DJ so yep. is that do you have a lot of female DJ friends or is it a very do. male domain like can you maybe say something about uh, the ratio like male female in the music uh, DJ area uh, yeah I, i i can i can um i think that in general within mm -hmm. the dj like and music industry it's, it's there's a lot of guys like the majority is often men but i must say that here in Gothenburg, there has been an ongoing movement right now where there's a lot of uh, female djs that have taken you know their spot here and uh, especially for me as uh, being the producer of my own radio show where i invite djs i uh, in the beginning a few years ago i had some issues you know uh, finding uh, women djs or women producers to my show and that was because I've, i i Uh, probably I probably wasn't looking hard enough and the ones that were sticking out the most to me was the I mean male DJs or producers mm. because usually they're so much more used to taking the space and there's mm. so much you know out there but then as I started to go into the scene more and more I actually you know found lots of female DJs that might have just not been so much you know out there uh, and now actually I discovered that there are really you know lots of uh, female Big DJs community of female yeah. DJs and I have a few that are really close to me and uh, that we hang out on a regular basis like a group of five six uh, really like techno like <laughs> girls but Or did uh, you guys meet out out and about or like in the context of your show then it's a bit of a mix some of them I've met out and about mm. and a few of them I've had previously on my show as well I'm starting to get really excited should we maybe get to listening to some of uh, some of Magan's music yeah, yeah. Magan's dirty it. techno like, we're gonna yeah. <laughs> send her over to the mixer right now and um, we also gonna go live on our Instagram and our Facebook channel so we hope you're not being shut down but if you have your mobile device somewhere close by tune in and uh, Look at us, uh, streaming Magan, listen to her here on the radio and enjoy. You're listening to Gothenburg Student Radio K103. We have actually been sharing some nice and dirty techno vibes mixed by Magan, DJ Margarita. She is with us today in the studio. She is our guest. Uh, thank you so much. That was really <laughs> amazing. And here she is already back behind the microphone. It's Ooh. a snap, uh, <laughs> a fast swap here. Like I felt my heart go. Like oh, I, yeah. I, just, I just imagine again, like being in, in clubs and stuff. It's been so long and mm -hmm. this just really made me long for it. They gave like a little taste of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Like a nal nostalgia, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do understand why I want to hang out yeah, here on Fridays, so right? Like, Jesus. It's like the only club that's open <laughs> here in town. Um, it was really, really, really cool. For everyone Thank that uh, <laughs> did not have the chance to listen to her live, because in the podcast version, this part will unfortunately not be available. We will be sharing some uh, access to Margarita's SoundCloud or other web pages where you can listen to her mixes. So don't worry, you will have uh, a chance to look her up and uh, enjoy more of her tracks. Obviously, Thank you. like, follow and subscribe. Obviously. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Hit the notification bell. Yeah, All right, yeah, this is exactly. not YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm, yeah, well, um, 
What? No, nothing. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. I, I have been uh, waved at and didn't know how to read the signs. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, yeah, mm. uh, you are not, as we said, not only a DJ, you have several different aspects to you as a, as a person because, you know, people are complex, but mm. you're also a... Uh, Science master. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't do experiment here live for you guys. Yeah. But <laughs> be dangerous with the equipment. Maybe. Yeah, I need some stuff for that. Yeah. Oh, next time. Next time. Yeah, next time I'll bring some, some samples. What do you need? What do you need? Your DNA. Oh, <laughs> wow. All right. Well, here I can grab some hair. This is probably enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, my gun is uh, as uh, Fatima has announced. Uh, also a master of science. She graduated last summer, um, and she is a molecular biologist. Exactly. So what exactly does that mean? Yeah. For the uneducated among us here. (laughs) Well, actually, even among educated people, molecular biology is sometimes a little bit, you know, hard to understand what what it is exactly. But uh, I would say molecular biology is basically the, it's, it's biology, but it's more the science of your cells and the science of bacteria and the science of viruses, like all of the micro organisms and not only like the microorganisms but also what is going on inside of them like at a molecular level mm-hmm. pretty much. I, had, I heard that's a good field to be in i mean there seems to be mm-hmm. a bit of a demand recently uh, oh yeah due to uh, <laughs> some viruses or something going yeah on. something Weird. happening in the yeah. world yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't know what it is Must maybe something starts to see but i'm not sure <laughs> 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 talking about that i'm just this is yeah. so random but mm-hmm. my uh, um uh, in my ex's elevator, no, the name, the brand of my ex's elevator is Orona. <laughs> <laughs> so somebody just added a C to, the, to nice. the brand, like everywhere. So you just go go in and it says Corona. Mm. Good prank. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, but Orona. <laughs> uh, very random. Very random. You have, I, I'm always like you know she's my friend, so I should know that I should be sure. But you're researching stem cells, is that correct? Yes, exactly. So not only am I a molecular biologist, I'm actually a stem cell biologist. Uh, that but means that would be like a, a field within molecular yes, biology. Yes, yes okay, it's yeah. it's like a specialization that I've mm-hmm. gotten mm-hmm. over. Remind me, where do you get years. stem cells from? Like small little fetuses that you take it out of? What was it? There was <laughs> something controversial, wasn't there? I, yeah. I remember Mr. Burns were eating them, but that what? was... <laughs> <laughs> to live forever? Or you, like, that was something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're lifting, you're lifting a really good point because that's what stem, cell, stem cells are. I mean, really, that's where you get them from. Usually, if you want to, you know make a uh, organ any organ you need to have a stem cell stem cells are like the building mm. product like the first step mm. before you get like all of the organs um, and that's what usually researchers would do back in the days like in the 70s they would have and still do to today they have to get access from you know uh, fet- fetuses or like abortions that are approved uh, of course mm-hmm. about to say yeah, not all countries are, you know, approving of this, but uh, I suppose one yeah. can make a market out of it. Ooh. Uh, like, um, yeah. if you don't have the approval, or like if you can't, you know. Well, I, I'm I I'm not sure about that entirely, but I'm just speculating, of course. Yeah, I'm allowed to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I want to like make a very important distinction here, and it is that I'm working with a special technology where we actually we're not taking stem cells from fetuses; we're actually taking skin or fat cells Mm. from fully grown adults Mm -hmm. that can of course consent and we are reversing them back into 
a pluripotent stage where they are stem cells. A pluripotent stage. Yes. That's that a, that's cool. the word of the day. Yeah, <laughs> pluripotent means that they can become any type of tissue in the adult mm. body. So, uh, sorry, please yeah, just, go ahead. Just, just hypothetically, I mean, yeah. um, I recently watched a movie called Rush and it's about a guy who gets burned. No, wait, it was about a car racer, but he gets burned mm-hmm. and they, they take off a piece of his skin of his like thigh and paste it to the top of his head. Yeah. Um, uh, would it be theoretically possible to take just like a bunch of like like this gelatin uh, plasma uh, w- 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 the goo there yeah. the, the stem cell goo and just put it on someone's forehead and uh, is that that simple I'm, I know it's I, I assume it's not is it I mean uh, yeah so the trick here is that you need to have uh, the person's cells mm. so for example what we could do is we could take the person's fat or skin cells in this case it's easy because he needs to replace his skin he can get skin from any of the places on his body but say that uh, he would need to have uh, i don't know um, um, potentially in the future a new heart then what we could do is we could take his fat cells make them to stem cells and then we could make these stem cells into heart cells wait 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 so Mind is this <laughs> yeah no but i've heard like uh, several years ago uh, mm-hmm. i was talking to someone we were talking about veganism and veg- uh, like uh, eating um uh, uh, com- commercialized uh, yeah, industrialized meat and stuff like that yeah. in vitro meat right is, is uh, where, is, where i'm going i'm going to yeah like mm. the i'm cutting you off here but where you grow basically like a, a steak basically yeah or like well goo but that's kind of meaty mm-hmm. yeah uh, would that be like the same like so when you say it can become a heart sort of heart cells yeah does that mean that they can adapt to if you put them in a heart or can they grow into a heart yeah there's there's a lot of research going on exactly on that topic right now of uh, potentially having this sort of like therapeutic treatments where you give the cells back to the patient Mm. and the beauty of it is that it's actually specific for that person Mm. so you don't have issues with your immune system reacting to foreign cells yeah um so you, but right now we don't have a heart in a dish. We yeah. don't have yeah. a brain in a dish. Yeah. What, what about mm. a liver? I could use one of those. <laughs> <laughs> For you, we do have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Come by later. Yeah. So we don't have. We're not that far yet that we can make an actual big organ. Because imagine growing cells is something that takes a few days. It takes a few months. But to get a heart, it takes as long as it took you to make a heart from mm-hmm. a baby to a grown up. That's to it. have a heart that is like compatible to me today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it takes time and time is limited, of course. So yeah, especially when you need a heart. Mm. Exactly. A new heart. <laughs> but replacing heart cells is definitely something that, you know, is uh, possible in the future. It's really amazing. Um, I'm... Uh, I'm, I don't know, fascinated by this. And I'm going to try to take it in a bit during a little song. This is the show about nothing with our guest DJ Margarita today. Um, And we have just been talking about another uh, huge area and part of her life, which is being a stem cell researcher, molecular biologist. And we had some more questions. So, yeah, yeah, it's so fancy, you know. (laughs) I'm a communicator. She's real fancy. (laughs) No. (laughs) But, Max, you had a question. So, please shoot. Yeah. So, just as the music was going on, we were talking more about Mm -hmm. what exactly. which direction exactly or what exactly your field was and I should talk louder and we were 
we were talking about uh, basically <laughs> how you, you work on uh, cells, uh, stem cells that um, in, in the brain, stem, brain stem cells. Was that right? It's sort of, yeah. Um, we take the, the stem cells and we um, differentiate or make them into brain cells. That's, that's what I work in, mm -hmm. in the lab. And, and this is to make people smarter, I assume. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could take those. <laughs> but uh, this is uh, why are we doing this? So th the reason why we're doing this is because we want to study bipolar disorder. So the stem cells that we have are from healthy control patients and from bipolar disorder patients. Adults that have been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Can you, uh, just a qu quick question, but can you find, like, is there an area in the brain where bipolar disorder is located yeah, somehow yeah um not in, i mean not entirely it's it's a very complicated um it's a very complicated disorder mm. uh, it's not so easy to exactly pinpoint a location in the brain mm. um what is very interesting about bipolar disorder is that it's one of the most heritable mental disorders the wow. most yeah. hereditary. Mm. So the question was asked, why is it hereditary? There needs to be something in the DNA or in the cell level that makes it go from mom to daughter mm. and so on. Yeah. Mm. So uh, my current supervisor, he, and, uh, he had a collaboration with another researcher about this topic and they checked at DNA level, is there any differences between control healthy people and bipolar disorder patients and they saw that there was one gene that was really sticking out and this gene is has a very <laughs> weird name but it is called nlrp2 okay and this that one yeah comes up <laughs> but doesn't that mean that if i if i like suspect i have bipolar disorder i don't have to go to a psychologist and psychiatrist and go through all of these i could just do a test and see if my gene has it so that is the tricky part here. Um, we are currently trying to see if this gene, NLRP2 as it is, if it can be used as a marker in the future to mm. diagnose bipolar mm. disorder. But one has to remember that the tests, the studies that they did, my supervisor and his colleague, it was on neural stem cells. Mm. And these neural stem cells, you only have them when you're very small. Mm. Ah, well, you have them when you're basically a fetus. Okay. So you don't know. That's there. That's a lot of questions yeah, there. Yeah, of course. If it's hereditary, it might be that this is something that's you know this gene is regulated weirdly when you're growing up. Mm. It doesn't necessarily mean that when you're adult that it is you know having Peaking an effect. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this is something that they discovered that there is a gene. This gene is actually involved with inflammation. Mm. which is also an interesting point. Mm. And it's uh, activated very early in the development of a baby. So, so um, then it's rare to get a diagnosis as an adult? You usually do get a diagnosis as an adult. Okay. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, with bipolar disorder, it's very often m misdiagnosed yeah. um, because it's very complex. Mm. You have to have different, you know, faces depression mm. and mm. mania and all of those and some people misdiagnose it as only depression for example yeah. so diagnosis is something that happens it happens very you know like in the older 
uh, days in an adult or sometimes even wrong. Mm. So what they're trying to do and what I'm trying to help them to do is to develop a marker that can, you know, help the diagnosis mm. to be uh, done earlier. A, a genetic Such marker. important work. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Mm. Which is interesting because, I mean, on, a, on an off topic, um, I've, I've heard the, I mean, you probably heard of this. It's like a, it's, it's a debatable topic. Um, of like a crime gene. Have you heard about this? No, uh, actually, uh, I haven't. I've heard <laughs> this. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. So, so I, uh, back in in psychology, basically, there's uh, there's always this debate: nurture versus nature. And I'm sure Fatima is rolling her eyes because I bring this up all the time. <laughs> you and I always discuss <laughs> yeah, this, right? Mm. I, I love this topic. Yeah. Um, but basically, uh, there was a theory. Some, I think, a Dutch or, or a Danish people came up with it that um, there's a genetic preposition to being more likely to feel okay with doing criminal activities um you know obviously that varies if you're stealing milk from a shopping mall or you're murdering something there's a big spectrum in between it's a mm. tiny difference um, yeah yeah because <laughs> you know just, just shot in between but um so you know there, there was this uh, speculation that there, there is a preposition through genetic uh genetic preposition but because this is psychology um they always said okay well i mean you might be proposed or possibly going you have that gene but it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you're gonna do the crimes exactly yeah. i mean your mm. nurture is gonna make a big difference if you grew up you know with you know a healthy uh, childhood and so on you're probably not gonna um develop that uh, that gene or, or yeah and this is something that can be said as well for this gene here in particular just because you have it doesn't mean that you necessarily mm. become a bipolar or you get bipolar disorder because Bipolar disorder is very complex. I mean, mm. uh, trauma can trigger it. Um, just because you have the gene for it or just some genetic predisposition doesn't mean that you're actually going to develop yeah, it, yeah, yeah, of course. So, so to say. So it's very complex and uh, there is, you know, a lot of possibilities within what we're studying right now. But we're also very careful with mm. the promises that we're making. Mm. Mm. And also, as you said, it's, you know, nature and nurture you don't know if it's the only reason for mm. yeah i would like to uh lift um the topic a little bit away from wait, the wait, very wait, wait. Specific i still have one more question sorry. <laughs> all right um sorry mary <laughs> i will wait then <laughs> do you cut people's brains open and scoop stuff out no. <laughs> uh, all right, you can carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Boring. <laughs> he would have been I'll so just leave, interested. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, my question was actually to bring it a little bit back to the um, Margarita, the DJ, but also the researcher. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to ask you um, if you find any parallels between being a DJ and being a researcher. Is there anything that is like a common marker? I, for example, would imagine that or maybe it's like the position w with yeah. which you have to work or yeah. I don't know the excitement or something please um. it's, it's such a good question I, I actually I got a similar question the last time I was doing an interview mm -hmm. for GBG Wax Tracks and the answer I gave to them then was no there is you know no difference between or there's mm. no you know similarities, similarities yeah. between being a DJ and researcher and I'm just doing one thing because I think it's fun and it's contrasting mm -hmm. but over the years I've actually changed my answer a little bit and what I've seen so far is that uh, a DJ and a researcher are very similar sometimes mm -hmm. because um, in some negative aspects then and okay. some positive 
for example, as a DJ, it's usually lots of grinding in the beginning to make people see that you can really DJ good. And it's very similar to research. You mm-hmm. really need to put a lot of time, a lot of effort before people start mm-hmm. recognizing you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of effort is put into your persona as well, like how you are as a person. People stick to names. It's the same in the teaching world and the same in the research world. Mm-hmm. If they know your name, then, you know, you're respected. You know, DJ or, Margarita, yeah. you know it now. <laughs> <Stick to Yeah>. <laughs> it. <laughs> so that's also like a similarity I've noticed. So hard worker, like that's something that you are then. Yeah, you, you need to have thick skin, mm-hmm. both as a DJ and both as a researcher. You mm-hmm. need to be able to take criticism to, to, to you know, to, to uh, move forward, to better yourself all the time. There will always be people, you know, commenting what mm. you're doing and you need to really be taking that as a positive thing not as a negative yeah. thing you need to you know take the criticism take the useful part and throw you know the rest the of the way yeah. yeah it sounds uh quite tough uh, it, it is yeah but it's the tough part that makes it exciting yeah. <laughs> i mean it's such a cliche but like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger yeah right? no so pain no gain no pain. yeah <laughs> isn't that just life do you do you sometimes uh listen to techno when you're in the lab like you know just all the time all the time (laughs) so you find a combination as well to do it both at the same time moving cell from uh, one glass thingy to another and going (laughs) (laughs) like dancing around so usually actually uh, we're not really allowed to bring in personal belongings into the lab I work in a really like secure lab which is very sterile and we don't want to you Mm. know accidentally damage or infect our cells (laughs) that we're working with so usually we don't bring you know belongings into there but when I am working outside of the lab, which I'm actually doing a lot as, you know, analyzing data and so on, I usually put, you know, really hard techno and just sit there and, you know, crunch numbers and just like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so talking yeah. about music, uh, do you guys uh, want to do a quick music m- music quiz before we leave? Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think I have more questions than we will have time to do, but we will do what we can. Uh if you you don't have to scream Margarita, but Ma- Mag or Magan or something, mm-hmm. uh, and you scream your name if you want to answer, right? Mm. Okay. Yeah. First question: Which Canadian artist released "Man, I Feel Like a Woman" in 1999? Marie. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I feel like a woman. Yeah. I obviously know the song, but like you also know my skills in quizzes, so please help me out here. Her name is Shania Twain. Uh huh. Would uh, you have known this? Yes, no. I would. Oh, oh damn. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I should be reading this and you should be But I, I know all of them because, oh. you know, I prepared you the quiz. So. <laughs> unfair, unfair. It's always me. I'm doing this. So uh, <laughs> in which decade did Elvis have his first UK number one? Oh, man. Eva is listening to us right now. She's going to be ashamed of me. Oh, yeah. uh, Magel? Yeah. I don't know. I was just going to guess. Yeah, go. 60s. I'd say 50s. It's, 70s. It's, it's 50s. It's 50s. Fuck! But it's a really good guess. It's a really good Sorry. guess. <laughs> We're allowed to say that. I think. I've, been, yeah. I've been listening to uh, Monday special and they cover that. They go back in history. So um, if you're interested in Elvis history, then, you know, listen to this Monday special. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know the group Take That? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Who was the first to leave Take That? Marie. Stop it, Max. Like, honestly, <laughs> answer you yourself. Know that was my from, guess. Who do you know from <laughs> Take That? Marie. <laughs> so it's Robbie Williams. 
Oh, okay. Now yeah. I know what the band is. Yeah. <laughs> I was also secretly in the band, but I left before it was founded. So, yeah. <laughs> Who wrote the song? Let's get it on. Can you sing it for us? <laughs> Let's get it on. <laughs> Let's get it on. Something like that. <laughs> Sorry. I want you to continue singing the song so I don't <laughs> have to really, answer. It's really, really hard. It's Marvin Gaye. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, so do we have a point system here so far. Who, who well, actually, Marie is winning, isn't she? She, she got has one. <laughs> no, one. <laughs> what instrument did Phil Collins play when he was a member of Genesis? The harmonica. It's the piano keyboard. I don't know. He was a drummer. Oh wow! <laughs> We're really good. <laughs> what about this one? How old was Mozart when he wrote his first piece? Thirteen. Oh. Five. Fourteen. Five. Damn it. <gasps> I have two points. Five. Five. He was years. really. He was wow. the wonder kid. <laughs> my God, I haven't achieved anything in my life. <laughs> How about uh, the most streamed artist on Spotify in 2019? My gun. Yes. Is it Justin Bieber? No. Fuck. Wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> uh, Justin Bieber was maybe 20. Oh, 13, oh, 14, maybe. Was it my gun? Oh, in 2016. Uh, 2019 was Post Malone. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Yes, me too. It was this big track, like the from the Spider-Man movie, wasn't it? That he um, did Sunflower. I don't know. I think I don't don't listen so much to Post Malone actually. Um, In 2002, Christina Aguilera, Pink, Lil Kim, and Maya joined forces in a music video for which song? This was a big MTV hit. Yeah. Later, Marmalade. Yes! (laughs) It's a tight race. Can we finish that show before? (laughs) Okay. When I I start winning, I I stop swearing. That's how it works. works. (laughs) Uh, Last question. It's number 10. Which hip-hop duo was responsible for the line Shake it like a Polaroid picture? Uh, Uh... can you sing shake that song? It, shake, shake it. I know shake it. it. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Oh, God, I know hey this. Hey, Outcast. Yes. Woo! But you didn't say your name. So Marie. Marie. <laughs> Outcast. <laughs> I had it on the tip of my tongue, really. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, <laughs> we play you the beginning of uh, another song before you will enter the news here. And um, the tip of the day is balance is key. Always balance <laughs> out your life. Yeah. So thank you, Magan, for being here. Thanks, everyone. Uh, and thanks for playing for us. Yeah, yeah thank you. Really, this was really so really much really fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. um, and hopefully we'll see you again soon. Yeah. Uh, where can one find you on social media and stuff? Oh, um, Instagram, Facebook, Margarita DJ. Yeah. Um, just search for that. And SoundCloud as well. I have Margarita DJ. We will share it as well in the yes. credits to the show. Cool. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank god this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.